it going? I'm Coco. And this is Mike. And this is Rock and Vino, the podcast where we talk about wine and music and how the two go so well together. Find past episodes all over the web at Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, all over the place, wherever fine podcasts are offered. Uh, check out rockandvino.com, social media at rockandvino. Like and subscribe, and then you get new episodes every week. You don't have to find them, and they're usually pretty good. So this week, we are talking to a winery that is one of the reasons why a show like this exists, pairing Absolutely. music and wine. Yeah. It is the Mondavi Winery. It's the Summer Concert Series, and Kathy Magner is here, Director of Hospitality. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. Of Pleasure course. to be here. Thank you. We're so excited to have you. Yeah, I'm super excited, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you guys have been putting this Summer Concert Series on for how long now? 50 years. Wow. 1969 was the first one, so it's just amazing how long we've been producing these concerts, and they're just so much fun. Nice. And tell us a little bit about your history with the winery. Yes, so this will be my 23rd year with the winery, mm-hmm. and I've done a variety of different things, but for the past, oh, 20 years or so, been working in hospitality, and the past 10 years really been focused a lot on the summer concert series. Mm-hmm. So I was there, you know, when Margaret Mondavi was there, and she's the whole reason yeah. that we have these concerts at the winery, and she and was in, our inspiration. And in wine country, right? Absolutely, yeah. She's so been cool. a, a role model for a lot of us, and uh we, we miss her dearly, but her spirit is there at the winery every day. Nice. Very cool. Now, the concert series was really one of the first, or, uh, the concert series at Mondavi was one of the first uh, places where music and wine really came together on a large scale. Is that, that right? That is true. Yes. Margaret, Margaret started the winery. Actually, she would tell you she was one of the first female tour guides back <laughs> in the day. And she brought so much culture to Robert Mondavi Winery. And one day looked out at the lawn in mm-hmm. 1969 and said to Mr. Mondavi, because at the time they were not married, oh. and she said, you have this beautiful lawn, you should host concerts. And he looked at her and said, don't talk about it, just do it. Wow. And she took that, and so 50 years later, we are still producing these amazing shows. And back in the day, we had people, she brought in Lena Horne and Ella Fitzgerald and oh Tony Bennett. I mean true legends that you can look back I mean you look at somebody like Tony Bennett that still keeps recreating his you know Mm -hmm. musical genre working with people like Lady Gaga oh yeah you know so he's um he was amazing yeah so Margaret brought this wonderful atmosphere of you know it starts when it's kind of dusk and people come in and sit down on the lawn or you can do the dinner seating but you're enjoying wine and food and the sun goes down, the stars come out, and you're listening to beautiful music and one of the most incredible venues. Wow. And how, what's the capacity there? The capacity is about a little over 1,400 when we're sold out. Oh, yeah. wow. So it's really not that big at all, and there's really no bad seat either. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends what you want your experience to be. Uh-huh. So, you know, some people like to sit on the lawn and sit with their friends. Some people like a chair reserved for them, so we have a reserved patio area. But uh-huh. those people that want sort of the ultimate experience go for the dinner seating oh nice and that is the best seating and how much is it for the dinner series as compared to like without so general admission is roughly anywhere around 75 85 dollars just depends per show who we're hosting Mm -hmm. Um, dinner seating is more in the 200 dollar range and that's because it's the full experience you show up we welcome you in our tokalon wine cellar Mm. so we have a nice half hour wine reception then we invite you out to the venue itself and you sit in the rows. So you're at the edge of the Tokalon Vineyard mm-hmm. and you have vines on either side of you. 
And the meal is prepared by our culinary team, which is led by our executive chef, Jeff Mosier. So you have this nice dinner, family style, wines are included. And then in that same area is where you enjoy the show. You just move your chair a little bit forward in front of the table. So you are at the back of the venue, Mm -hmm. but you're elevated above the rest of the guests on the lawn. So you have a nice view to watch the show. Oh, that's amazing. That sounds phenomenal. Yeah. People really like that. Really, all you have to do is show up with a coat or a sweater and you're ready to go. Uh Uh-huh. And are people able to bring outside food in, like picnics or... We Is made a change this year with that. Okay. Um, so we, we've really been looking at it for a few years. And just, you know, with, with all the changes in the world, unfortunately, there's things that happen. And we're just always looking out for the best safety of our guests and the mm-hmm. experience. So we said this year that we are not allowing food or any drinks to be brought in and also limiting the size bag as well. So yeah. that's part of the sort of safety conscious that we're going with. But we will have food vendors there. Perfect. So, you know, we've got food trucks coming in and we have sweet and savory. We'll even have a coffee truck. So Ooh. we've got it. We've got it all covered. That and of course, fun. some wonderful wines uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And can people buy wine by the bottle or wine by the glass? When it's there? by the bottle. Okay. Um, and we do a really cool thing where we have a, a bucket that mm-hmm. we put ice in. Mm-hmm. So if you want a bottle of rosé, but you're sitting outside and it's hot because it can be hot in July in the <laughs> summertime. Oh, yeah. It's sitting right in the ice, so it stays cool, so you can enjoy it during the show. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. And so the lineup, I mean, this year is pretty phenomenal. Um, do you mind kind of going through that for us? Yeah, absolutely. And the, Kind of one of the exciting things about the lineup, all of these artists are brand new to our venue. None of them oh. have ever performed at the winery before. We awesome. traditionally will have maybe one or two people that have performed before over the years. Mm-hmm. It's 50 years. It's a lot of a lot of bands to produce, yeah. so we've had repeats for sure. But this year is a brand new lineup, and it's really... It's a nice mix. So we start off on June 29th, and that's with St. Paul and the Broken Bones, and Langhorn Slim and The Law are the openers for that show. And a really fun thing about that night, and this is something that Margaret also started, is we do fireworks. Oh, Oh, wow. So our first concert is always before the 4th of July, sometimes just the way the calendar goes, it it lands on July 4th. Mm -hmm. So at the end of that show, turn around, face the vineyard, and we put on an amazing amazing fireworks show oh so you get goodness. a little pre fourth of july <laughs> yeah so that's that's kind of fun wow that sounds amazing <laughs> yeah uh then the next week uh, on july 6th uh we have the struts which is going to be so much fun oh they're so fun live. yeah i cannot wait to see them that's going to be and welshley arms is the opener for that mm-hmm. and i they are i just that that week i think is going to be that's going to be a lot of dancing that night oh my gosh i feel like <laughs> i mean that one will definitely sell out because yeah. they're i mean both of those bands have such um like you know chatter around them about just how amazing they are and i've seen the struts live i think twice now and um okay. in the actually the old margaret mondavi theater right which is now um Oh, yes, like downtown in downtown Napa. Napa. Yes, yeah, in the Opera House. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, they were, fun, and that like tiny little venue. So Exactly. Amazing. I know, and you're really close to them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and there's like literally, it's like you and then the stage. Right, yeah. <laughs> and our cool. venue, if you're in the general admission and you are up front, you're 
you're pretty much right there. Oh, awesome. You know, you're you're pretty close to the bands, mm-hmm. which is nice. And the bands love that too because it's yeah. almost they can almost reach out and touch you. You know, <laughs> for sure. That whole energy, I'm sure, is just like they feed off of amazing. it. Amazing artists love that. They love for our fans there to get up and dance and have a good time, and then it mm-hmm. just you know energizes them on stage as well, which yeah. is great. And do yeah. the bands do anything fun? Like, do you treat the bands to any wine experience? Oh, absolutely. Come out to visit? Yeah. What, yeah. What do they get? Uh, well, so they have we've put them in a really nice their green room is actually a lovely space we call it the rose garden Mm -hmm. and they dine on the same meal that our guests do in the dinner seating so it's Mm -hmm. all prepared by our executive chef Mm -hmm. and of course the wines you know they as much as they want they get to enjoy (laughs) Um, sometimes artists like to take a tour of the winery and Uh so we absolutely accommodate that and are happy to show them around and they have a really nice time there's Mm -hmm. Some artists over the years that thought they were going to leave after the show ended, but they hang out for a while. Yeah. This is great, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah live the in way, paradise. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We, we treat them very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So continuing on, then the third week is uh, Thievery Corporation. Yeah. Which is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I've never seen them live, but been looking them up and very excited. And then Royal Jelly Jive opens for them. Love them. So I think they're going to get the energy started with the audience uh, oh my with their gosh. music. Yeah, Royal Jelly Jive, they are just phenomenal live. And they're a great local band. Yeah. I mean, so amazing. And then the Thievery Corporation, yeah, they put on, I mean, a really fun energetic show as well i saw them about nine years ago actually oh nice and so um i mean they're fun too i didn't really know much about them when i did see them and i still had a good time so that says a lot about the band like that's happened for me a lot over the years i don't always know every single band that we produce at the winery Mm -hmm. but after they play just you know they have so much fun on stage and just seeing the energy and listening to the music Mm -hmm. it makes you a fan definitely yeah uh, then the second to last week, we have Rodrigo e Gabriela, which I am very excited about. Oh my gosh. They, I saw them last year and just the energy from the two of them uh-huh. is just amazing playing yeah. that guitar. It's, it's so much fun. It, it was funny with them. They played out at Sonoma Harvest Festival last year and anyone you talk to there, yeah. they were the band everyone was talking about. Like, oh, they're, they're coming up. I really want to see them. I want to see them. And as soon as they came on, just everyone kind of stops and just you just take it all in, and it's 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 an experience in itself. It's yeah, very, very absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're like they're mesmerizing to right. watch, and it's like though that sound is coming out of those two little people on stage. Exactly. Out of their guitar, you know. Yeah. Like it's and they're and they're so passionate when they're playing. They're yeah. like in a zone. That, they're very focused. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. They're very so, focused when they're playing. It's a really great experience. Yeah. And Chris Pierce is our opener for that night. Okay. So he will be a lot of fun. And then the last week we end with Matt Nathanson, who yeah. is local, San Francisco, uh, lives locally now. Mm-hmm. Such a fun guy. He's and great. I mean, I've seen him a few times and he is, he's so. He loves his fans. Mm-hmm. You know, he sits there and he'll talk to the audience and tell stories. And he's a little bit of a rocker. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he he'll play, <laughs> usually plays a couple cover songs. Uh-huh. Well, he's a big Def Leppard fan, too. Oh, uh-huh. nice. Okay. Yeah, because he just did he did an album, I think, with three or four Def Leppard songs. Oh, fun. I'll yeah. have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty good. They're, okay. they're more mellow than your Def Leppard uh, version, <laughs> but uh, it's it's Matt's version, you know? Yeah. So it's super cool. But I've, I've seen him rock out on stage a little ACDC. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Yeah, he's he's a really fun guy, and he's like a little comedian, too, when he's, he's on stage. Yeah, I know. He's super funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Tyrone Wells is the opener that night. He's nice. from Seattle. Okay. Um, so he's going to be a lot of fun. So it's... It's such a great lineup, and Matt Nathanson. That's the we're almost sold out. 
we will awesome yeah so that one's just you know the tickets are selling just out the door for that wow and tickets just recently went on sale last week is yeah that right? we announced okay. the lineup on monday mm-hmm. and tickets went live for sale on tuesday and Great. they've just been going really fast so if people are inclined they should go sooner rather than later buy their tickets <laughs> and how can people get tickets they go to our website at robertmandaviwinery.com and just visit our concert page and you know it's we like to mention too that people should visit the frequently asked questions page just to get information about the venue where to park what they can bring in what they can't bring in all that information it's very helpful Okay, very cool. Got to cover all of our bases. <laughs> yes, the FAQ page is, yeah, is key. <laughs> yeah, and one one thing that's really important about our venue, and, and this was Margaret's vision from the start of the concert series, was that this is a benefit concert. Oh, okay. So when they were first started in 1969, the money went back to the Napa Valley Symphony. Uh, the symphony has since disbanded mm. um, and probably about in the mid 90s we started giving back to the local napa high school music programs oh, very so cool. napa high school and vintage high school are the two high schools that benefit from our concert series so it's not this is not about anything more than giving back to the community so it's inviting the community mm-hmm. to celebrate wine food and music and then give back to the community Awesome. Yeah, so it's a nice charitable offering, and yeah, yeah. makes you feel good. It does. We're having absolutely. a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Who doesn't want to have a good time? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> have you found over the years that the artists coming in are either more knowledgeable about wine or more interested in kind of the the, the mechanics behind the wine? Uh, do, do they uh, you know they asking the winemaker questions? Is that sometimes? Yeah, like say that we've had artists that are very interested and they want to take a tour of the winery. Some are wine collectors. Mm. Um, you know, OAR was very interested in wine. Mm-hmm. Um, the Plain White Teas, uh, they were interested. They took a tour. Um, Melissa Etheridge, her group, took a tour. She was very into the wine. Patty LaBelle, a couple years oh, ago, nice. she she's a big wine drinker. Yeah. She enjoyed the wine. So some artists, <laughs> for sure, they, they definitely, and if not coming into it, when they leave, they're definitely very impressed with the wines that we serve them. Yeah. And what kind of wines does Mondavi offer? Ah, we have a, so we're known as a cab house. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cabernet Sauvignon is our primary focus, but the other white wine that's a primary focus for us is Fumé Blanc. Mm. And Fumé Blanc is Sauvignon Blanc. So that is a term actually Mr. Mondavi coined uh, many years ago, because originally, back in the 60s, Sauvignon Blancs tended to be sweeter. Uh-huh. So he wanted to produce a dry Sauvignon Blanc. So he called it Fumé Blanc and actually put it on the label, and it still says it to this day, a dry Sauvignon Blanc. Nice. Yeah, so we always uh, refer to our Sauvignon Blanc as Fumé Blanc. <laughs> and uh, the original dry uh, Sauv Blanc, maybe? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's a lovely wine. Mm-hmm. But we also do a very nice Pinot Noir. We have mm. Chardonnay. We do a selection of wines that we call our Spotlight Wines, mm. um, because our Robert Mondavi Winery Wines are distributed all over the world. You can find them in Europe, in Canada, in Asia, everywhere, all throughout the U.S. Mm-hmm. But our winemakers um, get to play with some other, you know, small lots. And, you know, some wines may be only 300 cases, maybe 500 cases. And those are only sold at the winery. So some are varietal specific, some are blends. But it's a, it's a nice opportunity to come to the winery and visit, maybe to go on a tour, or if you've been on a tour, come and, and taste some of our special wines that you can only get at the winery. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, 
just in case people don't know, um, give a little bit of the background and the history of who Robert Mondavi was and some of the, the history on the winery itself. Absolutely. So Mr. Mondavi was born in Minnesota and then his family came out to the Central Valley. He grew up in the Lodi area and they, he and his brother used to put together boxes. They used to sell grapes. And eventually they came to the Napa Valley and they owned Charles Krug Winery. And Robert Mondavi wanted to do things. He wanted to be a little bit more innovative with his winemaking. And his brother Peter and his family wanted to stick with the more traditional. So um, eventually the, the family sort of split a little bit and he started his own winery in 1966 at the age of 53. Wow. So at a point in life when a lot of people are thinking, I'm starting to slow down, I want to retire, you know, he was only just beginning. And it it was so, we really credit the growth of the wine industry in the Napa Valley. His philosophy was creating wines that could stand in the company of the world's finest. And it wasn't about he himself just doing it. He wanted the Napa Valley to be successful. He wanted the wine industry to be successful. He knew that this area mm-hmm. could grow wines that could stand up to European wines that are so wonderful and so great. Mm-hmm. So, and he established that. And so that's, you know, 50 plus years later, the winery is still producing amazing wines. And he was constantly, you know, I, I was fortunate to be there when he was still alive. He would talk about, we've only just begun. He would say that all the time. Mm-hmm. He was always looking, this is good, but we can do better. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is what made him successful, was not just satisfied with how this is. It's, we can do it better. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And I mean, yeah, we definitely have him to thank for kind of, you know, how Absolutely. things have progressed in the Valley in both Napa and Sonoma side, of course, yeah. you know. So, well, thank you, uh, Robert and Margaret. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, because she, Margaret brought, Margaret brought a nice, you know, diversity to his focus on making fine wine. She was the one, yes, that brought the, the concerts to the winery, but she also brought, we used to have a great chef's program. So, mm-hmm. again, before there was all these wonderful restaurants in the Valley, she brought in French chefs and would do a weekend cooking class with these amazing chefs. Oh, wow. So she started that. We have art shows at the winery. Margaret was an artist herself. She painted in watercolor, mostly flowers and fruit. Mm -hmm. She was a wonderful artist. She was a wonderful chef as well. Mm -hmm. But she again said to Mr. Mandavi in our vineyard room, which is where we host people for meals, she said, you have these lovely walls. I know some artist friends. And he said, don't talk about it, do it. And so we do art shows. We change it up four times a year. Oh, wow. And we have local artists, Sonoma County, Napa County. Um, it was always her thing to promote local artists in the area. And uh, so we continue on with that tradition as well. That's really cool. It seems like she was so um, into like the experience of, you know, creating this unique, amazing time and memory. Exactly. And that's sort of the mantra of Robert Mondavi Winery. It's wine, food, and the arts. It's mm-hmm. the whole experience of mm-hmm. it. And Mr. Mondavi, being Italian, uh, loved food, loved sharing food and wine together. And, and that's what the, the premise of the Vineyard Room was. It was to invite our trade accounts to mm-hmm. come and experience the wine with food. It's, it's wonderful by itself, but it complements food so well. Mm-hmm. And that's what started all of that. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. 
Now, if you're coming out to the winery itself, um, what are some of the things to expect there, say, if you're going on on the tour of the winery or something like that? What what are people going to see? Absolutely. So Robert Mondavi Winery has been known for years for one of the best tours of the Valley. And I think it's because it's a it's a full production tour. So we start you off, we give you a short orientation of the Appalachian. Then we take you out and show you the vineyards. And then you go into the cellar where you get to see how the wine is actually made. And it ends with a seated tasting. And at the seated tasting, you get a food bite that pairs along with one of the wines. Oh, wow. So it's a, it is a full production tour and education always has been and to this day still is very important, not just for our guests, but for our staff working there. So making sure that we're always tasting the wines, we're talking about it. Our winemakers are keeping up on what's new in the industry and they're trying new things. And so they share that with our staff at the winery to make sure that we're familiar with everything. That's nice. Yeah. So, you know, many people have been on tours before. So if you just want to come for a tasting, that's a nice experience as well. We have a, a lovely outdoor area where you can sit, get a flight of wines. If you want to pair it with some cheese or some charcuterie, you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. We have our reserve tasting room, which we call our Tokalon tasting room. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a, an experience that's 21 and over in that room only. And that because it's a little bit more of a serious experience, because it is our reserve tier of wines, we do offer older vintages in that room. Um, which is nice. It's uh, a lot of newer wineries don't have the far extension back of, oh, yeah. of older vintages that we do, which is nice. It's nice to see how the wines age and how well they age how over time. How far back do you go or can you go? We probably uh, in the 70s, we definitely still have wines from the 70s. Wow. wow. Not a lot left, but uh, <laughs> we do still have some. Uh-huh. And, is, yeah. and so like if somebody were to do one of those, could they... Like, how do you guys curate that? What wines you gonna, you're going to Sure. Feature? In that room itself, probably it, they might have some wines from the 90s. They don't typically go back to the 70s mm-hmm. in the reserve tasting room. Got to be really special for that. You got to be yep. really special for that. Yeah. We uh-huh. do offer a an experience that's called a five decades dinner. Oh. And that's wow. where you would experience some of those older vintages. Wow. Yeah. And that's one of those unique things, you know, the older wineries get, the more the opportunity they have mm-hmm. to, to go back further in time. That's really cool. Yeah. And what other kind of events or like culinary aspects do you guys have or do you feature at the winery? Do you have culinary dinners or? Sure. We have everything that we do that's culinary is also wine education related. Um, you can book an experience called the Harvest of Joy, and that really goes to into talking about Mr. Mandavi. That was his autobiography, was called the Harvest of Joy. Oh, wow. And so it talks about his life, why he started the winery. You get a tour of the winery, and then you have a nice uh, lunch that's paired with wines to enjoy as well and get a little bit further education about the winery at that. We also have a garden to table experience, mm. and that's a dinner experience. So that starts in May. Because, you know, it takes a bit to get the garden up to speed. Uh-huh. <laughs> and our chefs actually have a little bit more interaction with the guests at that experience. They come out, go into the garden. The chefs talk about what sort of things are planted out there and how they use it in our culinary program. Then you go on a tour and then you come back and have a nice dinner paired with the wines. Mm. So those are two regular programs that we have. Uh, we do a twilight tour. That's a that's another fun experience. The the thing that's fun about that is you're at the winery when most people have gone for the day. Oh. So the winery closes at 5, but you get there about 5, 5.30, so it's quieter. 
you get to watch the sun go down, have a nice tasting experience. That's that's a really fun and, and unique experience because like mm-hmm. I say, it's a little bit quieter at the winery, yeah. especially in the summertime when we are super busy. Um, and then we do, uh, coming up here in May, we have our iBlock release. Hmm. So we talked about Fumé Blanc being our white wine, our Sauvignon Blanc. So we have some of the oldest vines in North America um, that are Sauvignon Blanc that are planted out. So Toclon is the vineyard right behind the winery. Mm-hmm. And we make maybe two to 300 cases of our iBlock. And so we have a release party and it's a lobster feed. Fun. And it's outside and it's all prepared again by our chef, Jeff Mosier. And yeah. it's, it's so much fun. People come out, you get a whole lobster to yourself mm. and you get this lovely, it pairs wonderfully with our iBlock Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And then in the fall, when we release our new vintage of our Cabernet Sauvignon Reserve, we do a nice dinner to celebrate the release of that. Nice. Yeah. Now, your chief winemaker, I hope I'm saying this right, uh, Genevieve Janssen's? Yes. Genevieve, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, acclaimed winemaker has won numerous top awards. Yes. Uh, t- talk a little bit about uh, her background. Yes. So Genevieve came over and originally was, she was, she's from France. Uh, she worked in the lab and spent some time over at Opus One, which hmm. was also, that's also part of Robert Mondavi. And then ultimately came back over to Robert Mondavi Winery and has been our chief winemaker, gosh, since the seventies. She's been a long time with us and just amazing. And it's funny we all know that the weather fluctuates oh, yes. uh, from year to year in California. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's times that I'll say to her, what do you think? And she said, it's fine. The grapes are fine. <laughs> so, I mean, Genevieve is, you know, coming from Bordeaux and, and France and it can rain in, during harvest in France. And mm-hmm. so knowing that, you know, it's it's fine. It's mother nature and you can't control it. Mm -hmm. Um, You can only, you know, do so much to the vines and in the vineyard, but you just rely on mother nature to do her best and produce some amazing fruit that she then can work with once it gets into the winery. But she spends time out in the vineyard. She will go out during harvest. She'll walk the vineyards. She'll talk to, she's got a winemaking team. So she'll talk to the other winemakers. Um, They'll taste the fruit and they, you know, assess when's the right time to, to pick and bring the fruit in. And she's she's there every step of the way. <laughs> That's amazing. It's always so great to see how they can, like, it does, because, it, I mean, sometimes the weather is rather unpredictable. And, you know, it's just great to see when winemakers are like, yeah, it's fine. It'll yeah. be great. And she's then very they relaxed. Just make some amazing wines. So. Yeah, I yeah. know. She's very relaxed, but very focused, mm-hmm. you know. And she learned a lot over the years um, working with Mr. Mandavi. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, and she also, Tim was, was a winemaker for a number of years at the winery. And so she and Tim spent a lot of time and Genevieve is, she truly is a talented winemaker and Mm -hmm. we're very fortunate to have, to have her with us. Uh, one point I don't think we hit on the concerts. Uh, of course you mentioned 50 years of concerts at at Mondavi, uh, starting in 2017, uh, a fun partnership came about with Bottle Rock. Yeah. How, how did that all come together? Yeah, we've been sort of talking with them for a few years, and um, Dave and Jason and Justin, they're all local Napa guys, and, you know, they they came to these concerts in, in their youth, and they experienced the great experience that it is, and, you know, over time talking with them, realized that it was the right partnership to work with them, knowing that they knew the vision 
that we had for these concerts was to produce great artists, invite people in the community and give back to the community and make it this nice intimate experience. And so it's been really nice working with them because they are there and, and their whole crew of people, Tom and Kimmy and everybody is just so much fun to work with. So it, it really is a nice partnership for us. Um, and like I say, a lot of it has to do with the fact that they are locals and yeah. they've grown up with this series. And so they understand it and they appreciate it and they want to see it succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we're we're pretty close partnership with them and it's it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's nice. I mean, all the bands that you guys are bringing, I'm assuming they have some input in that. Yes, we rely on their musical expertise for sure. <laughs> Um, we don't always know all the bands they present to us, but mm-hmm. we trust that they know who's the hot artist out there, mm-hmm. who's going to bring that right audience to our venue. And it's um, a nice, diverse group of artists that you guys are bringing. So yeah. that's very cool, too. Yeah, because it, it's nice to be able to offer different genres of music to mm-hmm. attract different groups of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have people that have been coming for years to our concert series and sometimes it's it's not about who's playing for them it's just the experience of enjoying the music in our venue and mm-hmm. that's what makes it so much fun nice yeah so i like to ask this question i've started at the end of the interviews where what is your favorite okay what would be your like your perfect pairing of wine and music oh my gosh at home oh at home or just wherever Actually, um it can be at a concert venue Gosh. Whatever you want. So I, I do love, I you know, house palette. I love our Fumé Blanc, okay. and I, I drink it quite often. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I um, it's funny. We've done a, a program at the winery that's music and wine. Oh, fun. And we'll play different genres of music while enjoying the same varietal. Yeah. And people react to it. It's just a different way of talking about wine. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard to say the perfect pairing. I, I love all genres of music. I love country. I love rock. I love, you know, sort of more chill music. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends kind of the company. If it's just me, sometimes when I'm cooking, I will put on, I went to Cuba a few years ago. I have a Ooh. Cuban playlist on my Pandora. So oh, I'll be fun. cooking and listen to my Cuban playlist and drinking Fumé Blanc. I know it sounds weird because I should be drinking rum, but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know, sometimes you have to go with what, what you live in the Napa Valley. Exactly. Um, but then there's other times that I'll put on the Beatles and you know, or some classic rock. I yeah. you know, love the classic rock, some Led Zeppelin or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, I do love my red wine too. Though I we make a beautiful Cabernet. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely beautiful. But, you know, on a hot night in the summer, sitting mm-hmm. outside, a little white wine tastes tastes pretty nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the best is when you're sitting outside, it's still warm, and you have that really delicious, refreshing glass of wine Exactly. And then maybe it gets a little cooler, and then you, you know, open the bottle of Cabernet and exactly. enjoy some of that. <laughs> never ends. <laughs> it never ends. I know. There's, there's a wine for every occasion. You just have to, you know, find the occasion to open a bottle. Exactly. Yeah. Now, for people wanting to experience the concert series or any of the slate of events throughout the year, robertmondavi.winery.com is where people should go? That is our website, yes. So we do have an events page, and we have a visit us page, so it has all the information about the different tours that we offer, different wine and food experiences that we offer, the concerts, the release parties, 
Another one I didn't talk about, we do a Pinot and Paella. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and that's in November, so that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, there's there's pretty much, we also do a yoga event. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so that one's coming up, too. That's in June. That's around the summer solstice. Oh, fun. Longest day of the year. Yeah. Come out, do a little yoga, and then we end that night with a little, you know, fume and a little, few little uh-huh. little treats, little bites to eat. Oh, that's yeah. so fun. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, it. it's just, constant fun we we like to have a good time mm-hmm. you know I mean that's what wine's all about is enjoying it with friends and family and mm-hmm. sharing it I mean that was Mr. Mandavi's whole vision was sharing wine mm-hmm. and talking about it and educating people and having them taste it and see what they like and what they don't like mm-hmm. uh, very nice well thank you so much for your time it's that was been my pleasure thank pleasure. you for having me yeah thank you Maybe we'll see you uh, out on the lawn this summer at a concert. Absolutely, you will, yes. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you.